This is Brandon Hakeem, founder of InsiderSchool.com. And if you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend, Brandon Straza with the Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, today we've got the founder of InsiderSchool.com, Brandon Hakeem. Brandon gets into how there's no such thing as succeeding by yourself. We get into how self and standard education share a common flaw. And we get into why you need to plan before it happens. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show where you know I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. But before we get into the amazing guest that we have today, are you a coach, a group leader that wants to stay connected with their members? The Success Finder serves as a coach's exclusive platform to share courses, announce events, and initiate engaging discussion. The Success Finder eliminates the distraction of social media and restrictive algorithms while also reducing the number of systems coaches commonly use to manage content delivery and communication. If that's you, head over to the App Store and download the Success Finder. Click on the chat feature in the bottom right-hand side and message me to find out the next steps. All right, now on to the show. We have got the founder of InsiderSchool.com, Brandon Hakeem. Brandon, man, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brandon. It's so good to be here. Absolutely. Two Brandons. And we figured, you know, we might just stop with that, but we're going <laughs> to, we're going to roll on. But real quick, before we get into, you know, a little bit of the Q and A and get to know more about you, what is the best place for people to reach out to you and connect with you, whether they want to learn more about you or even work with you? Yeah. Well, my email, Brandon at insiderschool.com is the most direct way. Also on Instagram at Brandon Hakeem. And uh, for anyone that just wants the taste of some of the stuff that I do, I have a short free course uh, that is at insiderschool.com slash lessons. Awesome. Get a little, little teaser as well. Yeah, there you go. Well, I appreciate you uh, sharing that with us and uh, want to find out more about the, uh, the, the free teaser in there to see how we can maybe connect the, uh, the listeners through the platform to uh, be able to catch that forum. So, hey, when, when anyone out there, they're listening today. You know, I like to get this one because they're like, man, Brandon is for me. What is your superpower? If someone's coming to, who is your ideal client? What's your superpower on what you're able to accomplish when working with someone? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think most people that would describe me would say that your superpower, you know, mine is learning. But what I think it is even beyond that is taking a lot of information and being able to condense it into a very short and actionable form. You know, I think that's a challenge that so many people face is we're in this world of consumption and we're taking in all this information as if that's the end goal. And for me, that was the end goal for a long time until I realized what's way more valuable is, okay, how do you take all of that and put it into something that's kind of like a pill that you can just take in and actually implement and use to move your life forward? Yeah. And I think that's the interesting thing. If I read a thousand books a year, which, you know, something you you can probably speak on, 
it's like there's so much data that's just coming in. We have more ways to learn than ever before. And to me, it, it, it can be confusing. Some people learn from online courses, accountability buddies, masterminds, coaches, podcasts. Hey, we're on, we're on a podcast. So people are learning from a podcast. Who are you learning from? And, and when you do, how is it that you take something that could be either dense material or, or, or something that is just open and free. And how do you actually take an action on that? Cause I think that's the most important thing. If you read one book or a hundred books in a year, like that's a lot of information. So how do you actually take one or two nuggets and implement it and how it pertains to you? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. You know, in my, in my courses, probably one of my favorite things in there is, is a line that says a single idea thoroughly applied can revolutionize your life. Whereas a thousand ideas you do nothing with just confuses you. And I think the biggest thing as far as what you can take action on is just shifting your mindset from, okay, I need to take in all of this information. And we believe, and we've been taught to believe that, okay, just because I went through this information, just because I finished this book, that there's some value in that, but there's no value in finishing a book or going through any information. It really comes down to what can you take out of it? So I think the biggest thing is just the mindset shift of all of your learning should lead to action. And I think when you're looking and when you're kind of scavenging the forest floor of a book for or any material for, okay, what can I apply? You're just searching for those one or two things that you can apply directly. And I think the, the other big filter is asking, what can I apply today? And I think that's another big question because otherwise, kind of like the model of school is you take in all this information with the false belief that you can apply it one day in the future. And it's just such a simple filter. What can I apply today? Use it, have it become a part of who you are. And then later on, the stuff you can apply later, go worry about that later. Yeah, because I mean, if we're always saying, okay, I'm going to use this someday, someday's never coming. Like that's probably the reality when we surround ourselves with a lot of some days, but one or two actual items, I think that's key. So, I mean, you, you, you talk about how you've kind of shifted your mind and how you learn and what you're taking in and how to take actionable items. You know, when, when we were younger, it was textbooks and teachers, coworkers, people around us, but that's really a sliver of what's possible. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? Yeah, well, for me, the, the big shift started when I started reading books. When I was in school, my only goal was to get the best grades with the least amount of work possible. And it was interesting because even if it was a book that was assigned in school that I was interested in, just something about the school system and the way it was set up killed any motivation I had to read the book. So I actually had a rule in college and I had basically straight A's in college, but I still had a rule that I'd never read a book that was assigned Um but then I started reading books for myself and I would just be like, wow, I'm learning so much more from these books that cost a few dollars than these classes that cost a few thousand. So for me, that first shift came with reading books. And then from there, audiobooks is another big thing of what I do. Of course, podcasts, YouTube is such an invaluable tool, online courses. And then I think what's maybe most applicable to the show is other people. And I think that's one of the biggest overlooked pieces, but learning from other people and having masterminds has been such an invaluable um, learning tool in my life. Yeah. When when were you first introduced uh, to a mastermind? And then have you ever been to one where you're like, it was an overpromise, underdeliver, and vice versa, underpromise, overdeliver? Um, would love to hear your thought because we're in a $50 billion plus year industry, self-education. And the reality is just like any industry, there's going to be good eggs and bad eggs. Some people that bedazzle bridges and sell you on something that they're just good at marketing. So how do you really weed out and figure out that good mastermind versus the, the bad one? And when did you find out about masterminds? 
Yeah, it's a good question. Well, I'll answer the second one first. I first found out about masterminds reading Think and Grow Rich. I actually read Think and Grow Rich for the first time in fifth grade because my dad gave me that book and How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I was reading it under uh, the desk at school. And then the teacher I remember, comes up to me and is like, what are you reading? I don't know. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm reading a book. And she just looks at me and I was like, Think and Grow Rich. And she just looks at me, didn't even get upset. She's just like, Why? and walks away. So I guess the first time I was introduced to it was then, and it was always in my mind since then. But then in um, in college, I, I met a friend, and this is probably the most valuable thing that came out of college for me, who were just so much on the same wavelength. And we read Think and Grow Rich together. And then we set up our own mastermind uh, while we were in college or shortly after. And we've been getting on a call every single week, you know, maybe like 49, 50 weeks out of the year. We'll prioritize it above all else for the last 10 or 11 years. So for me, master I've never been in a paid mastermind or anything like that. But first of all, that relationship with just this one person has had more of an impact on my life than any book I've read or anything else I've done in my life. Um, and then I have other relationships like that with people that I get on a weekly call with, um, or some people on a bi-monthly call that has the same effect. Wow. Yeah. And it, it, that, that's the thing. It's it's connections, other people's experiences. When you can feed off that, you can see the lens through how it pertains to them and then take that. And you can be in different industries, but you can still collaborate and learn from one another. That's that's such a key thing. I remember going at the entrepreneurial journey, you know, and I, I think that's an interesting word. Everyone's like, I'm an entrepreneur. But I remember going through that and going at it, you know, pretty much alone for quite some time thinking, well, there's no one else out here that I can really speak to. But when your eyes open up, you know, thanks to technology, it just, it changes everything. It's a complete game changer in my mind. Have you ever, have you talked with anyone that says, hey man, you've got to join this mastermind and what the outcome was supposed to be? Was there anything where you've seen that you're just like, ah, this doesn't, you know, they, they were really selling hard, but just wasn't the right place or right time? Well, just one thing just about the concept of masterminds that going back to thinking grow rich, um, Napoleon Hill wrote another book called How to Raise Your Own Salary. Um, I think originally it was called The Wisdom of Andrew Carnegie is Told to Napoleon Hill. And it was an interview that he did with Andrew Carnegie, who was one of the richest people to ever live. And in the chapter on masterminds there, which I think was probably more in depth or at least different than the Think and Grow Rich one, Andrew Carnegie said, there's no such thing as someone that succeeds by themselves. And he said that applies whether you're an artist, even those things that appear to be individual endeavors. He said it's impossible to excel and be world-class and amazing at something if you're doing it alone. Absolutely impossible is what he said. He said you could be mediocre, but you can never be great. And it just really opens your mind to that. Um, but as far as like paid masterminds and things like that, I don't really have much experience with with things like that or people trying to, to sell me on it because I've never really explored that um, too much. Yep. No, absolutely. But uh, I love that. There's no such thing succeeding by yourself. So there's another one I think that was redone recently. It's outwitting the devil or something like that, oh, that uh, was republished. I don't know if you've seen that one or read that one. So yeah, yeah. it's a book in my library on the to-do list that I've got to eventually <laughs> read. So, you know, I, we're talking about masterminds, self-education, standardized education, which you and I both went through, but I, I see that there's, there's continues to be a shift and and how we have access to people and what information we have access to, and uh, you know one of the first masterminds probably if you think about it might have been the apostles, and then from there Benjamin Franklin he creates the Junto Club or the Leather Apron Club, and then 
you know, our good friend writes, writes the book and he really rounds it out, you know, on what a mastermind is as there continues to be a huge boom in self-education masterminds, course, creation, coaching, self-education out there. Where do you see the parallels going between self-education and standardized education being university and college? Where do you see them going forward? Yeah. I mean, I I think they both have, uh, some people think that self-education is the complete opposite of traditional education. I think they both share a fundamental flaw um, which I'll share, but I think the parallels, um, or let me start with where they're different in that self-education, you can really just decide what is it that I want to learn? What am I interested in? What is it really that's going to help me in my life versus taking a curriculum that doesn't really have that in mind and also has so many false beliefs in it. Like the belief that you just, if you memorize something, you can use it. Or the belief that if you can learn something today, you can then apply it in the future. You know, all of those things. So the benefit of self-education is that it gives us the opportunity to correct those issues with the traditional education system. But the problem is that most people that do self-education, that they take, read books or go through courses or things like that, they apply those same mistakes to themselves. They focus on just taking in the information consumption rather than applying it immediately. They think that memorizing is learning. They think that, okay, I just need to take a bunch of notes and you take, you know, 30 pages of notes. Like, okay, I learned something. And that note goes in a shelf and you forget all of that stuff three months later. So the, the opportunity is huge between the difference between them. But I think, unfortunately, the way that a lot of people go about learning for themselves is, uh, very similar and similarly flawed to traditional learning. Yeah. It's, I think you can get out of it what you really want to get out of it on both ends. Uh, if you're there to apply something later down the road, eh, maybe not so much, but how it pertains to you, when it pertains to you, when it's most important to you, either path, you know, could be something that's beneficial for, for all parties included. You know, let's, let's kind of shift gears and, uh, and get into you know, we, we talked a little bit about your your superpower, and, and I'd like to learn more about exactly like someone someone sits there, they're listening to this today, and they're like, "Man, I just there's something about Brandon." What should people expect when they enter your reality and start working with you? I think for me, what really stands out with people that are part of my membership, which you know, we take 52 books a year and deliver to people in less than five minutes a day, or whether it's through my courses. Um, I, I don't typically work with people one-on-one on very rare occasions, but through those other means is just something that's really straight to the point, no fluff, no BS, no things that are just nice to talk about and taking all of that and making it in a very actionable, applicable way to your life. You know, Will Smith, I think it was like at the kids choice awards or something, you know, something obviously you don't watch, but many years ago, he's like, uh, the two keys to life are running and reading. And the reason he said reading is one of the two keys. He's like, because any problem that you can face, someone has already written about it, mastered it, written about it. But the problem is it's hidden somewhere on a shelf. We don't know where to look. And if even if we do know where to look, you know, most people don't read a single book after finishing school. So that answer just ends up being stuck on a shelf somewhere. So for me, what they can expect is, okay, I'm going to go find those answers to those problems uh, and give it in a way that even a, you know, a third grader can understand and apply. 
in your library per se uh, for your course, how many books to date could people sit there and say, okay, here's this book, here's this book. I might not be interested in what the next year's worth of books are, but I'm guessing they get a backlog of everything you guys have done. Does that sound about right? Or Yeah. So that's, that's part of the membership is um, the thing about the membership is there's a new five minute video delivered every Monday to Friday. And yes, you get access to over 600 past videos that we've been doing this for over two years. But even if someone never wants to go in the backlog, what's more important for me is someone shows up for just five minutes a day. And uh, the reason for that is I, I just believe that life is like a water bucket. You know, you just add one drop a day. Eventually, you'll have an overflowing bucket of water. But if you just try to fill it up all at once, the, the bucket just collapses. You know, it can't handle that. And, but that's so many, what so many of us do. And even we sign up for memberships or we sign up for content that we can consume. We try to go through, okay, I'm going to go through four hours, five hours at a time. And you're just like, I don't know. You, it, it feels really good in the moment, but then you're talking to someone and you want to share what you learned or you want to apply and you're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, there's uh, about 600 videos or more in there and there's a new one being added every Monday to Friday. But uh, the, I think the cool thing is even if nobody, someone didn't want to touch that, we used to not even give access to the backlog. That's only a more recent thing. It's just the five minutes a day. And that applies whether you're, you know, you're, you're part of this community or anything else. You know, I just believe in, you know, there's a quote by Einstein. He supposed who said it knows if he said this, but he said, if a person studies a subject for just 15 minutes a day in a year, he'll be an expert in five years. He'll be an international expert or something like that. And, uh, yeah, just that little bit of little bit of day makes such a big difference. Yeah. And if you think about it, 15 minutes a day, I mean, like, geez, some pretty smart marketing people, cycle, you know, sociological people probably sat there and said, you know, you hear the commercials, 15 minutes or less, 15 minutes or this 15 minute apps, five, you know, so you got to <laughs> figure someone's onto something. They've done their homework on that. Can you spare 15 minutes a day? Uh, you know, I mean, like to me, it's a no brainer. Yes. Yeah. You know, turn off Netflix, get off of social media, take the 15 minutes and better yourself and the people around you. I, I have found like if you digest just something that is completely amazing, it, the problem is you just digested it in a four or five hour period or a week period. If it's a mastermind, you then want to go data dump to whomever else that is. And they're like, Whoa, st step back. That's, that's way, way too much information. Uh, and so, you know, taking it in micro steps, microcosms, I think has a lot bigger impact on, on what you're able to actually implement and take action on. And that's one thing that I really like is you're like, Hey, take this. And now you can take this action right there. Yeah. And, and there's really a loop to it too, that I think people don't realize, you know, you think like, okay, Brandon's talking about you learn something and then you apply it, but you also have to realize that the only way to actually learn something is to apply it. So there's a loop of learn it, apply it, but you're also applying it for the reason because you want to actually learn it. Learning is not talking about, learning is not memorizing, learning is not taking in information, learning is having it become a part of who you are. It's changing the neurology where it's just a natural expression. You know, like if there's a book that I love, I don't want someone to say, oh, Brandon gave a really good video about this. I want to say Brandon lives this. And I think when it comes to any sort of learning, someone has to not only ask, how can I apply this? But even if it's something that feels like you can't apply, you need to ask yourself, how can I create kind of like a project? You're just something that I can do to actually do it. You're learning about financial modeling. Even if you can't apply it right now, okay, fine. Just go create a pretend financial model so you can actually learn it instead of just going through that course. Yeah. I think that's a big flaw in the education system too. 
great. Take a test, memorize it, write it down on a piece of paper. You got an A. Who cares? You know, I, I, I tutored and 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 memorized my way through school. Like I wasn't the smartest person, but I just memorized what was needed so I could get the grade that was needed and move on. And none of it, most of it wasn't even applicable to me because you could memorize, regurgitate that but not actually know how to implement it in the real world. That was always the interesting thing with, with standard school. And I love how it's like, you know, read it, implement it, which is taking action. It's just like a continuous loop. It's almost like the words are together, you know, and it's, it's a continuous uh, figure eight. That's just never ending. Yeah. 100%. And, and the thing is like, I talk about the education system like this and it's not because I didn't do well in school. You know, some people might say, Oh, school's pointless. And, for me, I did so well in school, but I was still, and I even taught, I created a course on to teach others how to, how to get good grades in less time, but I was still doing it and wondering when would I ever use this or how is this helping me? And I even went to the dean of the university of my university and I told her, I feel like we're getting an outdated education. And she said, she's like, everything you're telling me about is not a function of the school. It's a function of the education system. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, if, if the dean of my university is saying this, maybe I should believe her. Yeah. I, and I, I think that's what we're seeing. The way the education system was was built is broken. It's outdated. It needs to have a, a huge update. The, the the education system, it was the, the haves that uh, brought someone over decades ago to create a worker bee mentality. Like, why is it that I'm taking, you know, course X? Do I really need this? Now I get history is important because it repeats itself, but there are certain things that it's just like, it's not going to pertain to me. So I'm just checking a box to get the credit hour to pay the, you know, to pay the, the three credits for this course. So you say that I can go from a freshman to a senior. Come on now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what even, I didn't even know this till recently, but I've really wanting to get a lot more involved with this because I believe in it so much um, is I, we talk about how the education system failed me and you and, you know, our friends and family and things like that. And not only that, I mean, the, the amount of debt, at least in the U.S., people go to for school. I understand if it's something that like, okay, you need a degree to do, but we're, a lot of people are doing it because we've bought into it, not our, by our fault. We've been trained to say, okay, the degree is all that matters. It doesn't matter if you go into $200,000 in debt without a plan to pay it back. Um, I remember someone once told me like, look, you're going to business school. It's a bad business decision if you're going to debt to do it. But what I was going to say was that I realized more recently, it's even beyond that. I just, I, I was reading about how 46 million adults in the U S so ages 16 and older cannot read beyond a third grade level. So we talk about how education failed, you know, the, the people that are already like can read and move forward and, you know, all those things, but just didn't teach them the things they need to know to succeed. And then you see that with how many people feel stuck in life and how we fail in so many areas, whether it's relationship or money management or things that we never learn in school. But even beyond that, when you look at the fact that 46 million adults, you know, forget about the kids, which is even, I'm sure even, you know, how many more millions is that, that cannot even read beyond a third grade level and the cost that has on our healthcare system, the implications it has in, you know, uh, with crime um, and incarceration, it's just insane. Yeah, we're continuing the, 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 the death loop of just literally repeating ourselves over and over again. And we, we sit there and say, hey, it's a necessity. You need this education. But it's negligent to me to not sit there and say, is the cost worth the value 
of what classes we're taking and how we're, you know, leveling up at the next, you know, for the next generation. I sit there and our six-year-old knows this, um, unless he wants to be a doctor, nurse, uh, engineer, you know, something in that realm where I do want him to have a piece of paper, especially if he's operating on me (laughs) beyond that. I don't know how much it's really worth like sitting there and saying, you need to go get this piece of paper to be a finance major, you know, uh, business X, Y, and Z. Like, how about you go and find another resource, pay that resource, learn from their experiences, and then really have real life applicable, actionable items that you can actually do to help solve a problem. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Got a few more questions as we're coming closer to the end here. You know, I think in times of prosperity, the wins come in easier. It's like you can just, you can see them coming, but ingenuity and creativity come really when we feel the squeeze. And to me, the world still has some form of squeeze that we're feeling no matter where you're at. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months that excites you? Yeah, that's such a good question. I, I mean, I think the biggest thing right now for me is the membership. That's where most of my focus goes into because you know, I was making online courses and I made like 25 different courses that teach people how to read over hundred books a year, how to be more productive. And I just take dozens of books on a topic and turn it into a course. But the reason I'm putting so much focus into the membership is that idea of drops in a bucket is that, can you change someone's life? Can you teach them things and show them how to apply it in five minutes a day and to do it every day instead of you know, giving them a fire hose and falling into this trap of this consumption mentality? So what I'm what I'm working on and putting most of my focus in is this you know it's called the insider membership because it's what I believe in more than anything else and also seeing how can I tie that into helping contribute to ending illiteracy in the US and potentially down the line in the world. Yeah. That's that's super important. We'll get the link so we can make sure that we can direct people to the right place. All right, last one. What is a tip, a tactic, an actionable item that if anyone listening today implemented over the next 30, 60, 90 days, they'd see a real impact on their personal or business life? Yeah, it's such a good question. Uh, Which one to pick? I think one of the biggest, I mean, obviously I want to go the reading route or learning route, but I I think what's even more important than that is I'll I'll give two. I'll give three, actually. (laughs) There you go. Give us three, man. Um, And uh, yeah, because I think I talk enough about reading in other places and learning, but I think the first thing is just planning in the sense of how many people take the time to plan their week and then to plan their day before it happens. And for me, it really comes down to being clear on what the goal is, which I think a lot of people are. But then beyond that, being clear on what are the three to five initiatives that all of your important tasks fall into? You know, if you're like a content creator, maybe it's content growth, you know, whatever, but what are those buckets? And then every week writing down okay, what are the things that you're going to do in each of those areas to move that forward? And just identifying that before each week and crossing it off as you go through the week. Of course, like I I use Trello, so it's a little bit more complicated than crossing it off on paper, but um, I think that's, that's really, really important. Something else that I've been looking a lot at is, um, you know, going back to that book, Think and Grow Rich. And last year I, I heard Bob Proctor. I just randomly, I just heard him talk about how he's been reading that book every day for the last 60 years. And I was like, wow, there's a difference between reading. And I already knew this, but it's just a reminder of there's a difference between reading a book and studying a book. And I started reading it every day. Um, I did it for about four or five months where I would just read that book every day. And truthfully, maybe I'll pick it up again. But just that reminder of so many of us go about, we want to fix something. We want to move forward. And we're like, we focus on the tactics and we focus 
on what do I need to do to get that done? Or even like, what, how do I plan my week to get that done without first making sure we're energetically and emotionally at the quote unquote vibration of that thing? You know, you want to make more money first feel at that wealth level that you want to be at. And even, you know, some people might say, oh, great law of attraction, but forget about law of attraction. When you're vibrating at that level, that's when you have those ideas for those things in the first place. So that's the second one. The third one, I'll just share it real quick. It's just looking at emotional reactivity. You know, I, I was on a plane a couple, or about a month ago, and I just had this idea come into my mind. I'll just say it quickly, is that your emotional reactivity equals your threshold of control equals the size of your arena in life. Which Can you means say that, that one more time? One more time. I want I want people so they don't have to hit rewind. <laughs> one more time. Yeah, and this is my personal theory, but the idea is that your emotional reactivity, right? How much you react to things. Someone says something. How much do you react? You have a task on your desk. How how much do you react to that? Your boss says something. How much do you react? Because when you react, you don't have control. So your emotional reactivity equals your threshold of control. Because when you react again, you don't. You're not consciously choosing, and you're bound by the reactivity. You're bound by those emotional things that are telling you how to act. And when you don't have threshold of control, you don't can't expand the size of your arena in some area of your life. So if you're reacting to something, you have less control in that area, and then you're bound to the size of your reactivity in that area. So for me, I've been looking a lot at personally, how do I expand the size of the arena by expanding my threshold of control by looking at the areas where I get emotionally reactive and getting very curious about that and seeing why am I emotionally reactive that this person said this? Why am I getting annoyed that my water bottle is making noise in the car? You know, down to, down to even that detail, because all of these things are irrational when you look at it to the degree of, hey, this in this moment isn't that big of a deal. Why am I reacting in such a way? And you realize, okay, something's being triggered from the past or something's going on that um, is maybe trying to teach me something, but is not helping me be the best in life. Um, and by the way, I'm actually doing a, releasing a YouTube video on that topic. I think it's going to come out tomorrow or I, I don't know, but uh, by the time it airs, it'll be out there. It'll so be out. Yeah. So we'll put it in out the show there. notes. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I like that one of, one of my, um, my, my corner man, I would say, uh, Dr. Jeff Spencer, who's, who's in LA, uh, talks a lot about not bringing a charge, an emotional charge to a conversation and how much more you're able to accomplish when you don't do that. And he, he goes into a lot more detail. So I definitely love how we ended that with, you know, the three things there and Hey, a lot of things to take away from what Brandon just brought to the table. We have got the founder of insiderschool.com, Brandon Hakeem. Brandon, thank you so much for what you brought to the show all the unbelievable nuggets we'll have, how they can connect with you in the show notes below. Thank you again. Thank you, Brandon. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing The Mastermind Effect.